Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Good morning, Oregon. It's Friday, January 27th. This is Elena Neal Sachs with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Two infants in the Portland area developed lead poisoning after using an over-the-counter eczema cream found to have more than a thousand times the amount of lead allowed for cosmetics under federal law. That's according to Oregon health officials who, at a news briefing Thursday, asked Oregonians not to use or sell the product for the time being. According to an OHA official, parents of both children used the Vietnamese cream Diep Bao to treat eczema on their faces. Multnomah County Health Officer Dr. Jennifer Vines said the high lead levels are likely the result of accidentally ingesting the cream rather than absorbing it through the skin. Children exposed to lead for weeks or months are at risk of developing learning disorders or developmental defects. Both parents bought the products online. As far as health officials know, the product isn't being sold in brick-and-mortar stores in the Portland area, though they are not taking proactive steps to check. The U.S. FDA is currently investigating the situation, as are state and local health agencies. For now, health officials have asked retailers not to sell the product and parents to stop using it. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler announced the launch of a 90-day reset for the city's central east side Thursday. The so-called reset is part of a concentrated effort to address chronic safety and livability concerns for the industrial district along the Willamette River. The plan has been incubating for two months in a triage phase, according to Eric Zimmerman, a senior advisor to the mayor. The city has been talking to business owners about possible solutions to problems that have caused some high-profile local companies to consider moving their operations out of the city and others to follow through. Last November, Kim Malik, the co-founder of Salt and Straw, said she'd move the company elsewhere if the city couldn't make the district safe. That declaration, which followed an RV fire that knocked out power to Salt and Straw's headquarters, sparked the city's response and the 90-day reset. The city has committed to increasing trash cleanup, installing public trash cans, and doing a better job of maintaining portable toilets. The Transportation Bureau will continue to remove abandoned cars from streets and public parking lots in the district. As part of its plan to phase out the sale of gas-powered cars by 2035, Portland is looking to increase electric vehicle charging, specifically in new apartment complexes. The Portland City Council is considering a proposal that would require new buildings with at least five apartments or condos to include infrastructure allowing for the construction of electric vehicle charging stations. Research shows that access to convenient charging is a key factor in someone's decision to buy an EV. But many Portlanders either don't have the means or don't own their residences and thus aren't able to install the necessary equipment. As 2035 gets closer, this disconnect is a problem, especially for low-income Portlanders who disproportionately live in apartments. This is where the city's new proposal comes in. 
Portland's Electric Vehicle Ready Code project goes beyond state requirements. It would amend zoning laws to require buildings with six or fewer parking spaces to have charging hookups at all the spaces. Buildings with more than six parking spaces would need to have conduits at half the spaces. Council members are scheduled to vote on the proposal on February 8th. Every Portlander's favorite week is fast approaching. Dumpling Week, the Oregonian's annual celebration of all things wrapped in dough, returns for its ninth year next week. It will run from January 29th through February 4th. Last month, event organizers put out a call to Portland-area restaurants to create special dumplings for the occasion. More than 30 restaurants accepted the challenge. Throughout Dumpling Week, you can participate by dining in, ordering takeout, or delivery through a variety of services. For more info on all things Dumpling Week, head to dumplingweek.com. There you can find links to ordering options, passports, and stickers to play along at home. You can also find the list of all 30 participating restaurants on our website. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.